Hey everybody, welcome back to the Detour Podcast. This is Sheila. And uh, if you are listening to this podcast via iTunes, I just want to say yay! Woot woot! Um, I had started hosting the Detour Podcast through um, Podbean. And you had to have that app. Um, and and it's a great format if you're a, if you're a newbie, um, podcaster. So, um, but then, you know, there are a lot of people that don't have Podbean, um, and that they already have, um, a a podcast library that they listen through iTunes. So I applied through iTunes and now we're on iTunes. So that's pretty awesome. If you're listening to me from iTunes, welcome and yay. Um, I want to thank Miss Kelsey Hiles for creating a new graphic for me. Um, I will be getting that switched over. Um, I had created a simple graphic using like a, you know, the pic collage app on my phone to get started on Pybean and um, iTunes needs a specific sizing and different things. So Miss Kelsey um, created a very professional uh, graphic design picture for me that's very similar to mine but in all those parameters of um, design and color and sizing and pixels and all of those things that I didn't even know what they meant um, she fixed that up for me and uh, I'll be switching that over pretty soon so um, if you do look for me on iTunes, you can now search for the Detour Podcast. There are some other podcasts on there that have a similar name. Um, mine is the one that looks like an orange Detour road sign. And it says the Detour Podcast ahead. And you'll also see my name, Sheila Shinsky, underneath um, the descri- in the description part. Not part of the graphic, but in the description part. So that's how you know you have the right one. There are a couple other ones that have a similar name on iTunes. So make sure that you are following the right one. And when you find me on there, please subscribe. And then please listen. And please rate and review. That helps. So I'm told the algorithm and the online presence so that other people can find you um, and find the podcast and you can grow your listener base. Um, Someone had asked me if I am trying to make money doing this. Um, While that's not my intention, this was more of a personal challenge and um, although, hey, I'm always up for making money at something. So I guess down the road, um, you know, the more listeners you have, the better then you can do some advertising and, and find some ways to make some money. So, um, you know, let's just lay that good foundation right off the bat. So I would totally be extremely appreciative if you are on Podbean or if you are on iTunes to please subscribe, rate, and review um, the Detour podcast, particular episodes, what, whatever you choose. So thank you so much for that. And then go ahead and share this with someone that you think would appreciate it. Someone that has a detour story that might be a great guest. Someone who loves to travel um, that might benefit from the tips that we share. Um, Somebody who um, would just be, you know, likes to find new podcasts. So that's another way that you can help um, with the podcast 
endeavor that we're on now, the detour journey that I've created. So anyways, today we are going to be talking about, um, well, it's titled 10 Things You Should Never Do When Traveling with a subtitle of, of How to Stay Healthy While Traveling. So we're in that season um, that happens, you know, around Thanksgiving and, you know, November, December, where it's Thanksgiving, um, Hanukkah or Christmas, uh, travel time, New Year's, you're visiting a lot of families, um, maybe traveling either short trips or maybe have scheduled vacations. A lot of people, instead of Christmas gifts, will do trips and excursions and things like that. So I thought that I would put together um, 10 categories of tips that will help you during this time. Now, I must give credit where credit is due. The inspiration um, came from the Airbnb magazine, the winter edition 2018. Yes, there's an Airbnb magazine. It's called Airbnb Mag is the title. Um, I didn't even know they had one. Someone gave me this magazine and I was flipping through. There's an article in there under the smart traveler category and by Liz Krieger called the sanest stay healthy travel advice. So there were some tips in there that I um, knew for myself, some new ones and some, some background behind it that um, caused me to start thinking about this topic. And um, I sort of am going to throw in some of my own tips and experiences and give you um, some great tips on staying healthy while you're traveling, uh, mentally healthy, physically healthy. So, all right, here we go. Ready? The first tip, number one, is don't wing it. Now, you know I'm about spontaneity and, and, and saying yes and going for things, but you don't want to totally wing your trips. You want to prepare ahead. Um, the way that you can do this that my husband and I always do is we always look up YouTube videos, especially if you're traveling abroad to a new country or a new place that you haven't been. You want to go on YouTube, on the internet, and um, look up some travel videos. People do great travel vlogs. There's a favorite of ours called Walter's World, um, and this guy does great videos, and he tells you all kinds of things you should know about particular places that he travels. And that can just help you ahead of time to um, make an itinerary, um, to know if you need certain passes, um, to have all that kind of stuff ready ahead of time so that when you get there, you're not you know, in the lobby trying to print things off of their computer. You can, you can have all those ducks in a row and you won't have um, any big surprises. Um, sometimes y it will help you know that you need to pack certain things like a um, electricity converter for your outlets so that you can get there and, and use your curling iron and plug in your phone and things. Um, lots of places have a different type of outlet that our appliances and electronics won't plug into and so you need a converter and you can you know get those ahead of time instead of being um, you know trying to find one there or buying one for triple the amount at the airport. Um, another thing that you might learn is that um, you might need to pack a certain kind of jacket. So a friend recently shared that they were unaware because um, they just didn't think about it 
Uh, they were going to a tropical location, but part of their itinerary was going up a mountain and up in the high altitude, it got very cold. So while they were packing shorts and, and sandals and bathing suits and things for this tropical environment um, and traveling there you know, in the summertime, even in the winter at the top of this mountain, it was like 32 degrees. And so they um, were not prepared with having a, tra a travel jacket packed um, that would, you know, be good for that. And so they, you know, had to just try to find something, you know, on the spot there, which can make things difficult and also, you know, crimp your budget if you weren't ready for that. And they kind of always, um, isn't it the, the truth about, you know, things of convenience you kind of, um, the people there know what's going on, and so they know what you need, and they're going to, like, triple triple cost that jacket because you've got to buy it. So um, getting yourself prepared that way is, is a great, great thing to do. Um, a packing list. In the, in the days, weeks before your trip, start making your list. Um, a packing list, and then just a, a things-to-do list. Um, if you're going to be gone for an extended time, things like, you know, forwarding your mail or whatever. But if you're going for just a week or so, make yourself that little list so that you're remembering to bring the things that you want to bring um, as you go along. Uh, I, I can't even go to the grocery store and remember five things without writing it down. Sometimes I even bring the list and I still forget to get the things. But as you're thinking about your trip and going about your day, something will pop into your brain. Oh, and we usually keep our list on the counter so that we can, you know, add to it. My husband kind of does his list too because his brain works differently than mine. And often he'll think of things that I don't think, think of. And then we sort of, you know, compare later and say, did you get this? Did you pack that? Um, it's also great to do because, you know, if he's packing Q-tips, maybe I don't need to pack Q-tips. If I'm you know, bringing, um, you know, say something bulky, uh, a hair dryer. Um, you know, he's, he's got a bald head, so he doesn't use a hair dryer, but, um, you know, something bulky, we're not bringing two of those things and taking up space when we really only need to bring one. So that can kind of keep you organized as well. Another thing too, is to also just check with your travel partners, mates or whatever, um, about who's organizing the the things so if you need transport from the from the airport or you need um you know the flight tickets even um i recently read a little um funny thing that was talking about like travel errors and someone said that um her and her boyfriend were planning a trip and at the last minute she said did you print out the boarding passes and he said um I didn't book the flight. I thought you booked the flight. She didn't book the flight either. So they thought they were going on this vacation and neither of them had booked the flight because the other one had thought the other one had done it. So just keeping yourself in that communication and, and, and checking off the list really helps keep you mentally healthy as you're preparing for the trip. Uh, another tip is to make sure that you download any apps that you might need. So even if you're just taking a trip to say um, a family member out of state or something like that, um, make sure you've got your apps downloaded, maybe something like Waze that can help you know if there's a lot of traffic on a certain way or an accident or a detour um, on the road, 
the ways app can help you avoid those things and not get frustrated um, during your travel time. Okay, number two. Now that you have all your ducks in a row and you are um, making your list and preparing all of the things that you'll need to take, number two is don't ignore or neglect your body and your immune system. You've got to prepare that too. So the smartest thing to do that a lot of people don't do um, that I have gotten better at doing is staying healthy 24-7, 365. So we all know that it's, um, you know, even, even gaining weight, okay. It's a lot easier to maintain a weight that you have than it is to lose weight that you've gained, right? So this is the same idea. If you are keeping yourself healthy throughout the year, keeping your immune boosted um, all along, when it comes time to travel or you're in holidays um, and under stress, your body is less likely to become sick. So if this is part of your daily routine, your body has already got a strong immune system and these things you'll be able to um, fight off and recover for these high stress times. Um, one thing that I always like to do, specifically when traveling, is to bring a roller ball with lemon, peppermint, and lavender in it. The lemon is a good um, just antioxidant booster, um, detox type of thing, just immune boost thing. Peppermint um, helps keep your, keep your sinuses clear. It gives you um, some energy and alertness, but the lavender also calms you because going on these trips, even if they're fun, it does add some stress to you. And so the lavender keeps you um, nice and calm and uh, that blend just works perfectly. That combination actually as well is also great for allergies. So rubbing it on the back of your neck um, behind your ears or on your wrists and then smelling it uh, will give you all those positive benefits. Another product that I love um, and I happen to use doTERRA um, products on essential oil products because I like to try to use healthy alternatives um, versus chemicals in caring for myself. Um, the On Guard products. So two products that I always bring with me when I travel is the on guard sanitizing mist it's in a little bottle that that you know fits in your purse or your bag and it is um in the requirement usually for travel requirements for um liquids what it is is like hand sanitizer but it's not alcohol based um the alcohol you know can dry out your skin and and those some some of those traditional hand sanitizers are full of chemicals so this is a chemical free way a more natural way to sanitize your hands and and kill germs while you're on the go and it smells really really good not alcoholy like cinnamon and orange and ginger it smells really good um i also take the beadlets internally they have these little beadlets it's in about the size of a chapstick little container and um i take those pretty often but especially if I'm feeling a little run down, like I might be getting something and always when I travel to kind of fight that off when you're in that airplane tube with, um, you know, 200 to 300 other people and all of their germs, it really does help um, to keep you healthy. Okay, number three 
is don't forget to hydrate. So this one's kind of a double-edged sword for me. I always wind up getting a little bit dehydrated when I fly. Um, and one of the reasons is, is that I, I think that I try not to drink a lot because I don't want to have to get up to go to the bathroom, but that's actually the wrong thing to do. Um, according to this, um, article in the Airbnb cattle, uh, magazine, um, you should be drinking at least four ounces per hour. Um, this will actually counteract most negative effects of flying. Um, it will, the, the, the plane itself is, um, actually, you know, part of the reason why you kind of feel bad. Uh, the situation up there is that the air is decidedly drier and it contains less oxygen than air on the land. And that can leave you dehydrated and headachy and dry your skin out. Um, and then the pressurized, you know, air, uh, makes your ears hurt and and all those kind of things so actually staying hydrated is a really great way to help your body as well um you want to resist those many bottles of booze that they offer as enticing as it is and a lot of people will drink alcohol to calm themselves for flying um it's not actually the smartest thing to do because alcohol is dehydrating um it may help you you know, doze off, but you'll sleep poorly in all actuality. Coffee and caffeinated teas um, are also not the best choice, especially if it's brewed on board. This article says that a 2015 study on aircraft water quality found that the water tanks can be conducive for microbial growth. Now, I don't know if that's um, true or not, but I just you know kind of think about even you know some of the coffee pots and things like that at home if you're not keeping up with those they're 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 warm they're moist and that's a prime environment for germs to grow so it besides the germ issue caffeine in coffee and tea um you know is dehydrating hard on your kidneys as well um and then also you know your your eyes and your nose can get dried out because of the air situation there and staying hydrated you know can help with keeping those nasal passages open um some people use a saline spray for that kind of thing um another thing is you know you should avoid salty foods like trail mix salted nuts pretzels it's kind of funny that airplanes usually always give out pretzels and nut well not not so much anymore with all the allergies but those salty kind of things um, dehydrate you more and actually can cause swelling. Um, and then if you wear contacts, you actually should maybe switch to your glasses. If you're, especially if you're taking a long flight, the contacts dry out your eyes and they make them more vulnerable to the microbes that are around. So um, staying hydrated is super important the entire time that you're traveling. When you are on the plane, before you get on the plane, when you're on the plane, when you get off the plane and you're on your trip, you want to stay hydrated. It, you definitely do not want to wind up with like a UTI or, um, you know, kidney problems or something like that during your vacation or during your trip and travels. And, um, you know, staying hydrated is a super important component to that. 
That leads me to number four, which is don't forget to move your body and your bowels. So again, lots of times we get trapped, we get, you know, put in these seats, we're buckled in, they've got the seatbelt sign on. There's a lot of people you don't want to get up and go use the airplane restroom. I get it. It's not my favorite thing either, but it is important to get up um, multiple times, especially during a longer flight. Um, you want to avoid, you know, holding that urine or, or, you know, other waste in your body for an extended time. For one, it, it's waste and it needs to come out of your body. And it, especially in your urine and your kidneys, that can build up bacteria and then you're having like a UTI or something like that. Um, also, you don't want to cause yourself um, just, you know, GI issues, um, constipation and, and things like that. Um, you don't want to get something like travel belly, which is um, easy to do as well if you're not staying hydrated. You're, you're eating different foods. Um, you know, you're, you're eating some of that pre-made food that they serve you on the airplanes that's not the greatest. Um, so you do want to get up and you want to use the bathroom if you need to use the bathroom. Um, and then while you're up or you're waiting for your turn, do some basic stretches. Put your hands up, you know, over your head. Bend down at the waist and touch your toes. Um, bend your and rotate your ankles. You can even do that while you're sitting. Stretch out your back. Um, you know, this article went so far as to say you can even um, do, you know, squats and, and planks and, and things like that. I'm not doing that on an airplane, but um, definitely you know, moving around, um, and stretching, especially if you're on a long flight will help you, um, so much to, to, you know, at least be stretched out and comfortable and pain-free when you do get out of the, um, out of the plane. All right. Number five is don't forget your prescription medications and your over-the-counter medications. Um, that should definitely be on your list, um, your planning list that, that we talked about in, in number one. Um, sometimes you'll have to contact your pharmacy or your doctor to get a refill ahead of time. If you're going to be gone for a certain amount of time, that will be past like your normal refill time. You might have to talk to your pharmacy about filling your prescription early um, so you want to make have that on your radar and make sure that you have got enough of your prescription medication for when you're traveling but also over-counter medication now I really do try to handle most um, issues with natural products but I do have one thing that I always bring with me on uh, in my bag and that is Zyrtec D. Now that is an over-the-counter product that helps me with um, congestion. Keeping my sinuses clear when I'm traveling, it keeps me from getting dizzy or feeling car sick or plane sick when things are moving around. If I have found that if I take that um, while we're sitting at the gate waiting to load, you know, an hour or so before, by the time it kicks in, um, my head is really clear. My ears are really clear. I don't have any congestion and there's, you know, less, less problem for me. Um, but I always bring that with me ahead of time from here, especially if you're going to another country 
Um, they may not have the same um, over-the-counter things that you are used to. Um, I'm somebody who's pretty sensitive to medications and Oh, but you know, lotions and beauty products and things like that. So I always try to bring my own things that I know I won't break out in hives with or have a reaction to. Um, so if you at least bring some, if you're winding up low, you can go to a pharmacy and you can show them the packaging for your product and they can give you something that is equivalent based on the ingredients. Um, we had done that before in the past and that worked really well. And um, just keep in mind that other countries have different um, rules so for the United States like you've got to get the Zyrtec D from behind the pharmacy counter you've got to sign for it and all that stuff uh, apparently people can make like math or something with it I don't know um, but um, you have to you know go through this process to buy it uh, in I believe it was Poland that we went to um, we went to the apothecary there showed the packaging to the pharmacist and she um, looked at the ingredients and it was no problem and she gave me an equivalent um, and um, it was like four dollars and I didn't have to sign anything and you know there was no issue um, another time uh, I can't remember where we were my husband was having you know some back problems we were doing a lot of walking and his back was hurting a lot usually over-the-counter pain relievers will cover that for him and we always bring those but this time it was a little bit more um, discomfort than he was you know that Tylenol or something could handle so we again went to the um, pharmacy and we asked them for something for his back they gave us something we went back to the hotel looked it up and it wound up being something here in the US that is prescription only um, and we looked up the interactions and it said you know not to drink alcohol with it um, take it you know with some food because it can cause stomach upset so you do want to do your due diligence um, you know don't be afraid to go to a pharmacy or something in another country and um, get a recommendation but help yourself out by um, you know having some ingredients or something to com that they can compare to and give you an equivalent so you don't wind up with an issue and then also you know ask them or look it up later to find out if there would be any interactions so the last thing that you want is to have some kind of medical issue while you're in another country um, so that's number five don't forget to bring your prescription medications and your over-the-counter medications all right, number six and number seven are kind of combined. So, um, which is don't be gross and don't be a weirdo. Okay, so what I mean by this is um, don't be gross is and a weirdo is um, when you're on a plane, you want to have, you want to be like a good neighbor. So under the don't be gross area, um, wear socks. Um, if you're going to take your shoes off, wear socks. People don't want your nasty feet um, to see them sticking out in the aisle or, you know, be smelling your feet. Um, for one, it's, it's disgusting um, for other people to see that. And two, it's not healthy for you as well. There's all kind of... Um, you know germs on uh the the floor um 
it's just ugh. It's just ugh. So just make sure that you're wearing um, socks and shoes. If you aren't feeling well, um, this goes under the like, don't be a weirdo. Um, unless you've got some kind of medical issue where your doctor says you have to wear a surgical mask, um, don't wear one of those weird surgical masks. You can protect yourself being, you know, a germ freak. If somebody's on the plane um, coughing and sneezing or you're coughing and sneezing, you could wear a scarf, uh, wear a hoodie um, and, and cough or sneeze, you know, into that scarf, into that hoodie. Or if somebody else is coughing and sneezing near you, you can cover yourself up with that and, um, you know, hide out under the hoodie. Um, with that in mind, be a germ freak. So in your seat. One thing that I do in my preparations before we go is anytime we're out in at a restaurant or like we order wings in or whatever and they give those little hand wipes like the sanitizing wipes, I save those, I hoard those up, and I always throw those in my travel bag. Um, they are great for cleaning up your hands, you know, on the go. But what I also do is sometimes the plain the attendants will pass out one of those wipes. I wipe my hands with it, but of course I'm using my sanitizer anyways before that and washing my hands in the bathroom, you know, every chance I can get anyways. But I wipe down my whole seat area. So use that little wipe or bring your own wipes and wipe down the whole surfaces. Um, the cleaning crews typically don't have time to sanitize through that whole area and the norovirus cold and flu viruses can live several hours on a surface so sometimes your plane is coming in and they're turning over that you know that plane and the crew and you're getting right back on and, and you're flying you know somewhere else um use disinfecting wipes swab the armrest the seatbelt buckles the tray table there has been um, a study that says that tray table and that seating area where like the TV, you know, the controls for the TV, if there's a TV behind the seat, um, that whole area can have 10 times more germs than your own toilet seat. So I wipe that thing down because people are eating, they're changing the channel on their movies, they're, um, you know, touching stuff. Um, picking their nose and all kind of gross things and then you're coming into that seat and you're touching all that stuff so I kind of clean my perimeter with the wipe all right um also um let's see you want to be a good um good neighbor and um if you are sick yourself as I said you know you want to cover up your coughs and your and your sneezes and you know you want to be mindful that you're not spreading germs all through the plane for everybody else a cough or a sneeze can send droplets up to 26 feet away so that means if you're in rows away from somebody who doesn't cover their sneeze the germs can be headed for you so as I said you know in lieu of being that weirdo um, in a surgical mask just, you know, you can wrap a scarf over your nose or, or you know, hide your face in your in your hoodie. Um, I always dress in layers anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, wear like a t-shirt and then either like a wrap or a, or a jacket or something over it. 
and and that's a good way to sort of protect yourself but then also be a good neighbor to other people if you are not feeling well if you're not feeling well you should be sanitizing yourself just as much as somebody who is feeling just fine and trying not to get sick all right um number eight okay we talked about this a little bit don't get travel belly so when you are traveling um it is tough on your digestive system a lots of times you're trying new foods you're in you're exposed to new germs and especially if you're in other countries there can be contaminated water um to, you know a different type of sanitation that you're used to um so a couple things to keep in mind is to you know have filtered water um, check ahead of time that's one of the things that we look on those videos or we look up ahead of time in our preparation is is the water good to drink um, where we're going so um, like in Iceland the water was so delicious and fresh out of the mountains and so good you could drink it right out of the tap you don't need to buy bottled water but if you go to um, like some South America countries you don't even want to brush your teeth with water out of the sink and if you, if you real if you don't realize this and you make that simple mistake because you're used to the way that you're doing things, um, you can wind up really really sick, and that is no fun to be really really sick on your vacation. Um, another thing that I always do because I do kind of my 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 tummy does get upset with different things, and so. I always have um, take probiotics and I make sure that I take them um, when I'm on vacation. I make sure that I bring my supplement, supplements and my lotions and potions and my probiotics with me and don't skip out on that on, on that daily routine while you're traveling because it is something that your body is used to um, and those probiotics really do help you to process um, all of the new foods you might be having, the rich foods you might be having. Um, we all know that vacation is all about eating all the food. So I don't know about you, but when we travel, I wind up eating a lot more um, than I do on a normal basis. And I'm actually drinking more alcohol and different things that I don't normally do on the regular. So the probiotics really help that. Incidentally, um, there is a great one that I also get from doTERRA and it is called PB assist and they actually have one called PB assist junior It's for kids and they're little packets. They're in like a little um, Oh, it's 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 only like a couple inches big and it's a little little, little package and um, You just tear it open. So it's super easy to pack and travel with you just tear it open and you pour it into your mouth and it's kind of like um, like a pixie stick and it tastes really good and it really helps out your tummy so pb assist junior um from doTERRA so um that's another good one good tip about helping to protect your your belly number nine is don't push it build in some rest and get your z's and get your rest now this is before during and after you will travel so before your trip you want to be as well rested as you can because that will keep you healthier once you hit the road. Um, one study that from Stanford 
um, found that people who slept less than seven hours per night over two weeks were three times more likely to catch a cold than those who got at least eight hours of sleep. So we all know that sleep is really important for your immune system, but it's also really important, especially during travel time. Um, so you want to make sure that you're getting good rest. Um, Bob and I, if we have any kind of flexibility with our travel times, do not we don't pick those really super early, get to the airport at 4 a.m. kind of things, because that means you've got to get up at 2 a.m. Um, sometimes you have to, and if we have to, we we do, but we also build in a slow day beforehand um, so that we can kind of take it easy before we have to do that the next day. Um, during your trip, if you have a time change that's going to, you know, mess with you, you can bring some melatonin. It's natural. Um, Walmart has melatonin gummies for like $4 and you can bring those and that will help you to sleep. But the big thing that we recommend is if you arrive in the afternoon, um, take a little nap in your hotel, get to your hotel. And if you can take a little nap two hours max set your alarm now depending how much how long you were traveling and what your travel day beforehand was like you may want to sleep longer than two hours but don't so get up after two hours go get something to eat explore around town that kind of thing and then go to bed that first night um you know 11 o'clock or so um time frame of where you're at time zone of where you're at so whatever you know 11 o'clock their time wherever you are especially if you're international go to bed um, at that time and then sleep through the night you can take your melatonin if you're having trouble falling asleep and then get up the next day and start your day that way and that is the quickest way to acclimate your body to that new time zone and and your internal clock to reset to that your your um, body will wake up with the natural daylight and it will readjust your your rhythm as well so um, that is a great tip and then also when you come home if you can um, if you're taking off work or whatever if you can in your scheduling build in um, a day of rest when you get home um, sometimes we go so fast and furious during our trips you often hear people say I need a vacation from my vacation it's exhausting. You're doing a lot more walking. You're doing a lot of things. You're trying to cram in everything. Give yourself that extra day if you can. Um, and then sometimes it will take multiple days, you know, jet lag and things like that. Using all those healthy tips, keeping up with all your, you know, healthy tips. Because um, these are the prime times that you will, your body is stressed and will succumb to illness. So on your flight back, you want to do all those things again. That you did on the way there before your vacation so you didn't get sick on your vacation because when you come back you want to sanitize your seat you want to make sure that you're hydrated you want to make sure you're taking your vitamins and you're um you know doing all those things that keep you healthy remember um 24 7 365 so that when you get home and you've had this great vacation you don't wind up sick and number 10 is um don't be afraid so with all of these preparation tips that i've given you it might sound like um you know i'm a worry wart and worrying about things um that could happen or would happen um with all of that you want to you know not be a worry wart and i'm not 
Um, but you want to be prepared and then be ready to go with the flow. So with all these tips, um, it just kind of made me think about, uh, there's a, a, a verse in the Bible, um, Ephesians 6, and it's the armor of God and talks about putting on all these different pieces, you know, to the armor of God, um, to protect yourself, you know, all throughout every day. And, um, in verse 13, it says, and after you have done everything stand. And so that's kind of my favorite part of that verse. And it, it makes me think of this is after you've done everything that you can do stand or, you know, don't be afraid. Like you've done everything that you can do. So, um, you know, put your mind at ease. Um, don't let your brain get spun up. If you did forget to get something, or if you did, um, you know, catch a little cold, um, you're still on vacation and you can still, you know, make the best of it. Um, I always kind of joke, uh, we had a trip to Rome where I got the flu and it was just one of those trips where everything went bad. You know, our plane had an issue. Um, I got the flu while I was there. Um, you know, we had some itinerary issues. Um, all those kind of things that you try to avoid happened, but we were still in Rome. Like I still went to the Vatican. I still saw the Colosseum. Um, I was still in Rome. So, you know, it's almost like, uh, a bad fishing day is still a day fishing while a bad travel day is still a day traveling and uh, so go with the flow and don't don't let your brain get too um, caught up or too afraid if you are somebody who has fear of flying um, remember that taking short shallow breathing hyperventilating style that hyperventilating style that makes you feel more panicky so um, if you are somebody who starts to naturally panic or fear, have fear when you're flying, you want to imagine um, inhaling for four counts and slowing down your breathing. Imagine you're blowing up a balloon in your belly. So breathe in like you're inflating a balloon, pause for two, and then exhale for four as if you're blowing out candles. This puts the brakes on the fight or flight response, according to Dr. Melanie Greenberg, who is a psychologist and the author of The Stress Proof Brain. This will help you calm down. Um, also, talk yourself down. So if your brain starts um, panicking about all the things that are going on um sometimes this can start when you first get on the plane we, we recently had a flight where before the plane ever took off there was a problem with luggage and we sat on the runway for two hours before the plane ever moved because there were five pieces of luggage missing and they could not go without figuring out where those five pieces of luggage were and getting them on the plane so we sat there for two hours now you can sit there and yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying. Um, you can't do anything about that. You can't avoid delayed planes. You can't avoid these mistakes that, you know, have nothing to do with you. And so you can get very mad about them. You can cause a fuss. You can be one of those crappy 
traveling neighbors that drinks a bunch and gets drunk and causes a scene because the flight's delayed and what the hell's going on. All that does is make things horrible for everybody and then someone's going to film you and you're going to be on YouTube looking like a jerk. So calm down. Tell yourself, hey, there's worse things in the world. Right now I'm safe. Um, you know, it reminds you that nothing bad is actually happening to you. And so don't let your brain or your thought patterns get out of the way. And then when you do have worry and you find yourself spiraling or thinking, oh my gosh, the plane's going to crash, you know, if you've got a lot of turbulence or um, literally that Rome flight, our, our plane had caught on flyer, fire. There was an electrical fire in the cargo area and the pilot came on and said that, you know, there was an odor and... Um, we didn't find out the plane was on fire till later, but, um, you know, that there was a problem and we were going to turn around. So we were two hours into the flight. We turned around. We had to fly two hours back to, because we were over the ocean. Now, trust me, your brain immediately can start to, oh my gosh, there's a fire. This plane's going to go down over the ocean. We're going to die. Okay. You can do all of that. That did not happen. That did not happen. And so... Um, capture your thoughts and recognize that it is a fearful thought. Call it out as a fearful thought. Okay, I start talking to myself. Okay, Sheila, it's fine. We're going to turn around. You know, it causes you to refocus. You become an observer of your thoughts as opposed to being, being your thoughts. So you can concentrate on the process and distract yourself and distance yourself from all the emotions attached to I'm scared okay so lots of times we can work ourselves up but um, capture those thoughts before they get out of control um, connect them to the reality of what is actually happening okay the pilot is they're aware of the situation they're going to fix the situation He's doing the best, you know, he said we're fine to turn around and go back to where we were. We don't have to make an emergency landing. We don't have to do any of those things. Um, so don't go there unless you need to go there, right? Um, and that will have you have a more peaceful um, and stress-free travel experience. So those are the 10 things um, that you should um, never do while you're flying. So one, don't wing it. Make sure you prepare ahead. Two, don't ignore your body and your immune system. Three, don't get dehydrated. So don't forget to hydrate yourself. Four, don't forget to move your body and your bowels. Five, don't forget your prescriptions and your medications. Six and seven are kind of combined. Um, don't be gross. Don't be a weirdo. And don't be a bad neighbor, a bad travel neighbor. Um, so that's six and seven. Eight is um, don't get travel, be travel belly. Make sure that you're being safe with that so you don't get stomach upset. Number nine, don't push it. Make sure that you're getting plenty of rest and sleep. And number ten... Don't be afraid. 
So I hope that these were helpful to you. I hope you can relate and remember um, the next time that you're traveling. Um, if you enjoyed this, please, again, go to iTunes or Podbean and review and subscribe to the podcast. That helps me out a lot. If you're on Facebook, there is a Facebook page, The Detour Podcast. Um, that will show you some upcoming things, some previews. We can chat on there if you've got ideas or suggestions for a topic or a guest. I would love that. Be sure to tag a friend. Um, share this podcast with them or tag a friend on the um, Facebook page and someone that you think would benefit from um, hearing this or someone that you know likes to listen to podcasts. Again, that really, really helps me and um, helps helps encourage me too. Um, believe it or not, doing a podcast is a very vulnerable thing to do. I will tell you that almost every time that I'm on here, if I'm talking by myself or even interviewing, I think, gosh, is anybody even listening? Or I know my guests are always like, I don't want to sound stupid. Or does anybody really care about my story? Every single time they always say to me, especially in an interview, oh, th that was that was not that bad. That was pretty good. You made it really easy. And I always try to encourage them that we're just having a conversation. And, um, you know, we don't know who's going to listen to this. I have no idea, you know, who's going to listen to this. If five people are listening to it or... 50 people are listening to it. I don't know. I can look at some of those numbers, but I try not to. Um, my goal is just to put the information out there, to put the good energy out, and um, to keep on going. But everybody always needs some encouragement. So if you can give me some encouragement, um, that will help me to keep going. If you love a particular podcast, please give a rate and a review. And if you have a suggestion, I would love to hear that. So reach out to me um, in the comments or on the Facebook page. And I look forward to um, bringing another episode to you soon. I would love to hear that you have had a wonderful holiday and um, that you have made some time for travel and made some time to um, get together with others and see some new things, eat some new food, see some new places, and I would love to hear about it. So also share those kind of things on Facebook too. Tell me what your great travel tips are if we didn't cover them here. Well, thank you so much again for listening. As always, um, embrace the detour. You never know where it can take you. Have a great day.